Hey there, welcome to the Jobs for Women podcast, where we empower and uplift women to succeed and thrive in their professional life whilst looking after their well-being. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the issues and challenges faced by women in the workplace with particular focus on gender equality. We believe that every woman deserves the opportunity to excel in her career regardless of her gender, and we're committed to helping women break through the barriers that hold them back. Join us every week as we hear from experts, share stories and give advice. We've got an incredible community of women who support and encourage each other and we're so happy that you are here. Let's break down the gender barriers and create a more equitable and inclusive workplace for all. So welcome to another episode of the Jobs for Women podcast. I'm really excited. It's my go-to line, but I am. Um, We have Claire Hill on the podcast this week. Claire is a self-belief coach and Vivid Business Club owner, as well as host of No Rest for the Vivid, I nearly said Wicked, podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Zoe. Love you to be here. Oh, good. Um, we have just, just so everyone listening, have just recorded a podcast for Claire's podcast. Yeah. So um, we're in full flow, aren't we? So we're yeah, just going to... We've been so efficient. Like, it's been <laughs> So tell me, tell me, I am intrigued. By the way, I love the title of your podcast. What a Thank name. Uh, mine's a little bit more basic, Jobs for Women, does what it says on the tin. Yes. Um, talk to me. First of all, self-belief coach, what does a self-belief coach do? Teaches you to believe in yourself and to see what's possible, believe what that is possible and then make the magic happen. So it all comes down to, um, do you want do you want me to go into the details? I'd, yes, I'd love, love it. it. I need a bit of this. <laughs> okay, so um, coming, I had the long and short of it, is that I had quite a traumatic childhood. I don't have the same kind of family unit as you get in the storybooks. Um, and it was really tough. And then I sort of built my career, always ended up helping people that I was always creative as a child, but my father passed away. And so I had to just stop creating. And then I became a young carer for my mum. And there was four of kids um, and we were had no money, etc. It's not a nice story, but... It was all good in the end because um, what I learned was sort of, I suppose, how to look after people. So I went into working with adults with learning disabilities, um, went into working with homeless families um, and individuals. Then I became a teacher a bit late. I was 27 when I became a teacher and became an assistant head working with the vulnerable students, working with the students that had free school meals. And I um, had a my focus was on attendance. And when you're in charge of attendance in a school, there's so many complex issues why a child's not coming to school. So I did all that. Um, And then uh, through all of that work, I was always helping people to become brilliant versions of themselves, like the best versions of themselves. So I started working with adults with learning disabilities when I was 16. So that was like 20 odd years. So it's like 23 years since I started that work. And it's just all, it was always about you see yourself as one way, but I can see some magic in you. Let's make you see that and believe that you are magic. And that's been, you know, all, all the way, all the way through. And then, um, but I recognize that I sort of taught myself how to believe in myself because 
it's not an easy thing to do. It doesn't come naturally, especially if you've had a traumatic childhood and, you know, your family's a bit wonky, for want of a better word. Um, you don't have the same foundation. So I didn't have those foundations. And I sort of worked out a way, not really realising I was doing it at the time, of how to believe in myself. So then I, while I was on maternity leave with my son, I started Vivid Wire, though I'd had a, a creative business before that. Um, so I'm a, I was a wire artist, started making lots of things, had it on the down low and people just kept buying it and it started to really grow. And then I'd been doing it for about 15 months and I was earning as much as I was as an assistant head. And I was like, well, I'm going to leave because, you know, we, I mean, on the podcast, we were just talking about how me being an assistant head and, and I'd worked really, really hard and they'd sort of forgotten that I had existed and all that hard work when I went on maternity leave. And so while I then left the, the ed education, was working on the business, it just grew and grew. And people started going to me, oh, how do you grow your business? How do you do it? How this, that and the other? And and I went through quite a low period because when you go from working with people all of the time to like nobody, especially if you leave like an institutional career like teaching, I knew exactly where I had to be every single time. Like there was pips that would tell me where to go or when to go somewhere because I worked in a secondary school. So um, it was a massive crash. I had a big crash and I was like, this is not like, this is not who I am. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, and I'd lost all my self-belief and the doubt in my head was just so loud, but I didn't know how to sort myself out. So I just tried a few things and taught myself again how to build that out and then a few about a year later um yeah people were asking me how do you stay positive and grow your business then I started coaching and mentoring and then the business club was um born and now that's what I focus on just self-belief so powering up your self-belief and dimming down your doubt talk about it all day <laughs> wow that is that's what what a journey you've been on did you when you decided to leave teaching that must have been a huge decision did you go back after having your child yeah I went back for, for a, a year for a year oh, wow. went back full time for a year how was, was that uh well I was I was an so it's going back to like leaning into the fact that we think that we can do everything mm -hmm. um or that we should do everything and I was actually doing a master's degree as well. So I went back to work full time, five days a week. I was still breastfeeding Jackson the first two months that I was doing that, feeding night in the morning. I was doing my master's degree and I was running Vivid Wire. So I would get up at like really early in the morning and make orders before I went to school. Then I'd come home and make. I don't know how. Well, I, I almost re like almost really burnt out. And then COVID happened. So we had, there was a bit of a lull, like even though I was key work, I still had to work. And then because I was um, part of the leadership team, I did have to go into school um, to help with the children that were from key worker families. And then we had year 10 and year 12 come back. So I had to go and deliver teaching as well. But we, you get to that, like, like I don't know how I did it, but I don't, I, I just don't know. I don't know whether it's because I was younger, but it's only like three years ago. <laughs> Like. Weirdo, isn't it I think we recorded an episode on burnout and sometimes it just sneaks up on you and yeah. you just keep going and you know we talked on your podcast didn't we about uh 
listening to gut instinct mm. and I think it's recognizing the body and the what it's telling you you know before yeah. you have that burnout so wow did you miss teaching when you left well I still teach now really yeah, I teach courses and stuff so I don't um and I teach wire art as well so I do a lot of teaching and I love teaching I'm even going to do even more in the new year um I, I miss teaching maths because I I did teach health and social care and maths so I do miss teaching maths but I think and I do miss kids because there there's so much joy and you know there's so much humor um but what I feel that I get now is that I'm supporting people that are and I, you know I would predominantly help women that have families and and the men that I support have families too but that culture of how you believe in yourself and reframing so that you have a more hopeful look on the on life and it just helps make life easier that is then taught to their children so it's mm. it's just creating that culture like um I have we're part of the Vivid Business Club we have a, a WhatsApp group called Bank the Wins and it's all about banking the tiny things so you know you'll have a lovely hot cup of coffee and you're like Oh, I'm banking this hot coffee and the more that you see how fantastic life is really you know like how wonderful we're having this conversation the sun is shining here um you know it's going to be Christmas soon I, I just bank I live and breathe gratitude which means that I see more good things so my son Jackson I'm like oh we've got a car parking space and he's like yes we've got a car parking space thank you more please and I'm like and that's the thing like we say thank you and then we you know you can receive more gratitude if you're seeing the big wind and I think going back to how I was feeling before I left teaching I just cried a lot I was deeply unhappy deeply deeply unhappy I didn't realize how unhappy I was um until afterwards because I wasn't doing what I was born to do um luckily and I again feel really grateful that I'm doing what I was born to do I even actually had a human design astrology reading like last week Jeez. and she actually knows what I do but she was like I've never had someone's reading be exactly what they do so I was literally born to do this it's crazy incredible. I do yeah. feel like um a lot of the women in our community um, and I think now more than ever, we're, we're definitely changing things up more. You know, like back in the day, it was a career for 40 years and you stuck to the same mm. thing. Um, but I think we're definitely shaking things up. Like I know that there's women that work full time in our community that have got little side hustles. And I'm all about like, if you've got something bubbling up inside, just try it. So just coming back to the whole self-belief idea, if if someone is listening and they just feel like they have no self-belief how do they recognize that how do you know if you've got it you don't have it well you'll be having lots of doubt thoughts like imposter syndrome that kind of thing so your thoughts will be quite negative about yourself like you may you may use language like i can't do that or oh i'm i just you know i'm not good enough or i'm not worthy of whatever so you have to watch what you're saying to yourself. So the first part of any kind of self-belief and doubt work is always about recognizing those thoughts in your head and distinguishing them from the thoughts that are you. And at first, there is like a messy muddle. Like it's not, there's no clarity in that. So um, the way I teach it is we name that, those thoughts. So mine is called Clara and she's a bastard. <laughs> she is <laughs> an absolute turd um and 
and it's okay i recognize that she's part of me and that's the thing we have we can't push these doubts down because they're actually you can learn because even though clara's a bit of a turd she's like my best friend she's actually like an annoying sister that's what she is she's a really annoying sister when you're younger um and she just takes a piss all the time i <laughs> love that you give her a name that is yeah. genius so simple yeah, but so simple so everybody in the vivid business club has a name for their you know imposter syndrome or that those doubt thoughts everyone has a name for theirs so when they're saying there's one member who she's an artist and um she's she's only just really stepped into her role as an artist she's amazing by the way right but she's been making home decor which is again beautiful but it's not what she's been born to do. So we, when I was working with her first, I was like, we're leaning into this. Like, what's your gut instinct telling you that you want to do? She was like, I want to make art. I've got it in my head. I'm like, right, you know what you got to do. But because it's not selling as well as she wants it to yet, yeah. she is doubting herself. And then she's like, oh, Gladys is being horrible to me today. She's being <laughs> really, like, she'll call her as Gladys. But what we do is we realise that there's no sufficient evidence to support, you know, what Clara says to me. The reason why I can go, oh, there's just doubt there. I can distinguish it is because there's no evidence when I really pull it apart. So that's where that voice can become, or those thoughts can become your best friend. So when she's going off on one, I'm like, right, let's listen to this for a minute. Okay, what are you telling me? So it might be that, say I'm doubting whether I'm a good coach, for example, or whether I am good at running the VU Business Club. I will sit and go, right, why is it that that doubt is coming up? What is it saying specifically? So one of the things that I've, that's been playing on my mind with the Vivi Business Club is that um, there was a couple of issues with the website. So I build my own websites at the moment. I need some help with that eventually, if anyone's listening now. Um, so I, I said I said to myself, so why do I feel that I'm not doing a good enough job? What are the areas? Wrote them down. And then I created a plan to tackle those things. Instead of wasting any more energy doubting myself about it, let's just tackle them head on. I was putting it off for ages. It took me 25 minutes to do these tweaks. Because sometimes the things that we put off, they cost more energy in them sitting there than they do in actually doing the job so I did them I'm like well actually I'm quite proud of that website now and then that doubt was put to the side so there'll be some as you're pushing through your career your your business every level there is another devil it's so true and I always use the story the the analogy of climbing a cliff you know like Mount Everest you have base camp one so you get to base camp one and you're like this is pretty sweet I've done all right so far I've got I've got up there um use a certain set of tools to get there fantastic views all right but maybe if I go a bit higher, you might get a bit better. Okay, do I need some more tools? All right, so I do. Because it's going to be a steeper climb, you need more things around you because doubt is going to get louder. So you need more self-belief to power you up that steep cliff. You get to the next, I'm guessing it's base camp too. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they've got names. Anyway, you go, oh, the, the, the view is even better. But you've got another steep climb. So um. When we are climbing, we're constantly using the resources around us. And if you get to a certain level and you're looking around thinking, oh, I don't know if I can believe, believe I can get to the next level. Number one, it's got to be small, small steps. Like anything too overwhelming is too much for our self-belief but and gives more room for the doubt to creep in. But also just recognizing that the same tools are going to get you to that base camp are not going to get you all the time like you have to tweak them so we have to it's something that I work on daily my self-belief every single day to the 
every single minute really because of every all the language that I use like I can never say I can't well unless I'm saying I can't do that yet um I will say oh I'm really I'm finding something challenging I won't say that I'm struggling um failure is impossible because there's only winning and learning there's no f anything that I've made a mistake or something that I've not learned and actually really boosted myself or my career or my business in a, in a certain way so failure just basically doesn't exist um and I, I sort of remind myself all the things another one is like I don't need anything I want it like one of those things when we really put it down to basics and say what do we actually need we need water we need oxygen we need shelter and we need food like that's how we stay alive anything else is a bonus and as soon as you're like oh I don't need that you know like I could sit in a one bed sit flat I would survive you know we I think as well I'm going all over the place a little bit but there was this thing was um recently you know about um having no money you know like I haven't got any money you do but you prioritize spending it on other things I prioritize paying for my mortgage in to live in this house because I choose to live here so I do have money if I haven't got money to like go out on the lash or buy a bag or whatever I want to do then it's it's not because I haven't got the money I'm prioritizing using it so we can create a little bit more autonomy in our lives and go I'm actually in control of a lot more than I be I believe to be and that links as well to environmental mastery because you can control the environment around you therefore you're like ah oh, okay I do I, I believe I can change things the biggest key to self-belief though is self-trust um when I, my clients come to me I say right do you snooze the alarm and they're like yeah I'm like okay so you set yourself you said to yourself that you were going to get up at six o'clock tomorrow morning and you broke that promise to yourself the first thing you set yourself up for for the day you break that promise for yourself. So if you can't keep that promise for yourself and you can't get up when you say you want to get up, how are you ever going to get your goals? Because the most simple little, the thing that you can trust yourself to do, you're not doing. And they're like, what? Oh my God. One, there's obviously snoozing increases cortisol, which is another story. But um, straight away, it's these little promises that we make to ourselves and go, nah, I can't be bothered. Nobody's going to check up on me. I've snoozed my whole life, doesn't matter. And then when, but it's layering those tiny things on top of each other. And that's where the self-belief grows. I love everything that you just said. <laughs> and the little tiny habits, that snooze. I did a snooze. I did a gym class this morning and I hit the snooze button and went back into this weird deep sleep. And then I was like, and I, I didn't know what was going on when it came. But, but that's great advice, isn't it? Just tiny yeah. little changes that when they're stacked on top of each other can make huge um instrumental changes in someone's life um mm. so when it's coming to the Dow, if someone's listening and they've because i loved your website example that it's like it's becoming this big thing in your head and then actually like let's write out what it is and then let's take action and it doesn't need to be action immediately but just the very fact of writing something out that for me is huge and just yeah. having a plan of action um, if someone is having self-doubt that's listening and they don't really know which way to go or they don't know what action to take, what's what should they do? I would write the first thing, like going back to writing, brain dump. 
like really get everything out of your head because brains are not there to remember, they're to, there to think. You cannot get any clarity if you're trying to remember 100 things. So it needs to be written out and keep writing. The bigger the page, the, the, the more open your brain goes. So if you've got any flip chart paper, that's really good. But if not, do minimum A4. So you just allow, you just drop all of your brain, all of your doubts, whether that's a list or it's just in, you know, paragraphs talking about your doubts and that really helps because as soon as it goes to paper, it becomes real. And then you can question whether it's real. Not that there's ever any evidence. So I'll, I'll share an example with you, which is just, it's quite, I'm going to be vulnerable, but it's a good, really good example. So on Saturday, I went out with my girlfriends. Um, you know, I've known them for 20 odd years. We're best mates. And we went to this really fancy brunch place in um, Angel in London. It's really cool. And, you know, the gins were flowing. It was fantastic um felt really really good uh next day I probably drunk more than I have done in years I wasn't hungover but there was I woke up I saw one picture of myself and was like god look how ugly I look it's so ridiculous so ridiculous now no there's no like ugly doesn't even exist let's be honest unless they're an ugly person in their thoughts and in their heart right I'm definitely not one of that Beauty is comes from more than your face. It comes from your soul and your actions and how you help people and the love you give to the world, right? So there's no way that I'm ugly, but that voice was going, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. That doubt was horrific to the point where it hurts. So, you know, sometimes we're having so much doubt, it actually physically hurts us. So what I did was felt the feelings. So I had a good cry. I didn't hide my crying or anything like that. I was just like, I am feeling really low today. And that's okay because feelings are supposed to be felt. What I've learned from this, though, is I cannot spend a whole day drinking gin anymore. Like, <laughs> why am I thinking? Like, it's not healthy. I just did it, you know. I can't do it. No way. I'm not doing that ever again. I'm going to have three drinks max forever and ever and ever. Um, but I also learned that I had that reframe. I was able to go, right, what is beauty? So because I was calling myself like, that, that doubt, was saying that I was ugly, I then went, yeah, but what does ugly mean? So I looked at those doubts and really pulled them apart. Like I really, I really overanalyzed them to the point where there's no evidence to support this. And as soon as you then don't find any evidence, I was like, oh, okay. And then there's like the rescue remedy. The rescue remedy, um, I always think about this, it's like a three-pronged effect. Like if you're uh, starting a fire, you need heat, oxygen, and fuel so the heat will be kindness to yourself so I was just kind and patient with myself I didn't judge myself I was just like look you had a great time you're suffering now you've learned from it all right just you know so I, I sort of warm myself up with that kindness the fuel is who I am and what I know about myself so I've got like a few um exercises that I do either I will meditate for five minutes um or like minimum or I will listen to some of my favorite songs that remember who I am or just journaling, you know, like a good three A4 sides of morning pages. That's what is, comes from a book called Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. No, the Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Um, so I'll, I will just connect back to who I am and my anchor. Um, and then the oxygen is just, no, hold on. Oxygen is that bit. And then the heat um, is me just going, like, what makes me feel good? I've, I've lost the train so I've just gone off one. Basically, it's fuel, oxygen, and heat. <laughs> I do the kindness, anchor myself to me, um, and do something that I love to do. And usually it's a cup of tea and I get oh, into bed. But you know, like it's not, 
you when you're facing those doubts sometimes we feel so inadequate when actually we're just human beings with feelings yeah we have to give permission to ourselves to go well i'm putting myself out there quite a lot i work really really hard i'm really i'm probably tired let's just you know if 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 we were looking at our children like that when i look at my son jackson i just think you probably just need a cuddle babe come on let's have a cuddle and watch the tv that's so brilliant. I said that to my son the other day because he plays in a football academy and he just looked proper knackered. And I said, come here, come to Big Mama and let's have a cuddle. He just needed yeah. that, that support. And, and we shell that kindness out to other people, but I just don't think we we give it to ourselves as much. So hearing you talk is is eye-opening for me and I think people listening will be like oh wow I'm definitely too hard on myself I remember in my early career making a mistake at work I worked in PR and um it was like a competition we were running like a promotion with a brand and it was like to do with music I can't remember which movie it was and they picked a winner and then the winner didn't come through and then the company just decided to pick another winner and basically then all the comments online started saying well how did you pick this winner and it was one of those just rash decisions nothing crazy nothing bad i beat myself up i remember i cried all the way home cried in the office beat myself up and if i'd have known what i know now and hearing you talk that could have been a completely different experience mm -hmm. for me but I like I I really struggled after that with confidence at work and yeah. I just held it. I didn't let myself just be human and make mm. a mistake. And I yeah. loved what you were saying earlier when you were talking about there isn't like failure and um, learning. That was it. There isn't. There's winning and there's learning. That is mm. so so simple. Yeah, because then you'll never fail, will you? Like, you know, when you pitch yourself to people, like you pitch yourself to podcasts and getting people on and if they say no, you just go, oh, okay. Instead of, oh, my, I must mean I'm so crap at this, you know. Yeah. But as, when you were just talking, the, the doubt came in my head because um, I'm like, maybe I'm not a good, I don't know what I'm talking about because I didn't tell exactly my rescue remedy off the hat. It's because I, I, as you, you create so many resources, I can't remember exactly. So then straight away, I'm like, yeah, but what I could do is create a resource, give it to you. You can send, you share it in the links to the show notes. People can access it for ages. If I didn't have that doubt that the rescue remedy, I didn't say my rescue remedy formula exactly right, I wouldn't have thought to create a resource that could then help more people. So then mm -hmm. it's like, well, the doubts helped me out. Yeah, you know what I mean? So when, when you reframe and go backwards, and that's just literally happened as I was listening to you about what was going on with the marketing to, um, when you at work. So it's it, doubts though they hurt doesn't mean that that pain is um a horrible pain it's just a growing pain it yeah. is literally us growing and it's about recognizing how far how, how much you've got to experience to get to where you want to be and it, it you know and it's also wondering the fact that it hurts but nobody i think unless they push themselves understands that pain it's like um i'm trying to think it's like a tattoo pain have you got any tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> or childbirth. Oh, that Yeah, so you can almost turn it into a positive and an advantage, can't you? So it's yeah. kind of like stick with it. I loved your example as well when you were like, I let myself have a good cry. I don't yeah. think people do this enough because energy, let feel it. You are not that emotion. Just let it flow through your body. And yeah. as women, especially with our cycles, sometimes we just need to have a massive cry 
and, and hormones aren't always, you know, they're releasing our sweat as well as our tears. So if you've got a buildup of cortisol because you're stressed out or anxious or you've got adrenaline in your system, you need to get rid of those hormones. And one of the ways the body does it is through your tears. So it's literally what we're supposed to do as human beings to get those hormones out and like cleanse us. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that idea. Um, so before we before we wrap up, tell us about the uh, Vivid Business Club. Who's in it? What are they learning? What are you what are you doing with them? Can I join? <laughs> yes, you can. Well, I've got a free trial at the moment. Fourteen days free trial. The doors are open. I don't open the doors very often. Um, because I meet all of the new members when they come in because um, I like to learn about people's businesses and then tweak, again, tweak the membership to make sure it serves as many people as possible. Um, it's all about ambitious women. So um, ambitious women that run their own businesses or lead um, in like the leadership positions where they just want more from life, but they may be doubting themselves and need a little bit of support empowering up their self-belief, as well as if they're learning, if they run their own business, how to do it. But I teach that through warrior energy. So that's how I, I teach about the, the energy that you can create for yourself to feel more motivated every day. And that's about stretching your capacity so you can take more on in regards to stress. So if I'm working on my warrior energy, my son being um, a bit of an idiot trying to get him out of the door to go to school, you know, like won't put his shoes on, that kind of thing. I have so much more capacity for that. And we still walk out smiling. But if I don't have that warrior energy, it, I, I find it more challenging. Um, I also teach about creating your vision. Um, I create, I teach strategy and planning. I've got a whole planning model called the third planning model, which um, helps you to just have loads of clarity and get more done. Then um, I also teach about money um, making attitude that we're all money makers, even though sometimes our doubt will tell us we're not. And then um, I teach lots of productivity um, and consistency hacks. So how to be more productive and, and, take less time doing you know procrastinating um and the community of people in there is amazing so good <laughs> like the people in there are just the best we had a meet up in bristol um in september and it was better than my wedding and my hindu like it was so much fun <laughs> it was so good but yeah they're amazing amazing bunch but i've got the doors are open till the end of the month and we are yeah it's 14 days free trial so people could come in we had somebody join for the free trial last week and I didn't know if she was going to sign up because you know you just never know if they're going to sign up but um for this particular girl uh, woman I was like oh I'm not sure if it's for her um but then she joined we've got a bank the wins whatsapp group so people just bank all of their little wins and their big wins so they feel rich in the wins before the money comes in and she got so much from just that in three days that she had to join Awesome. just that and I was like whoa that's cool so yeah well it that's sounds cool. amazing and your energy is infectious let's oh, you know you. you need to give yourself a pat on the back that they're there to be supported and uplifted by you and it sounds incredible so I'll put a link in the show notes where can people hook up connect with you hook up it sounds like going on a date where can they find you <laughs> um I am Claire Hill literally everywhere so search yeah. I am Claire Hill or Claire Hill and I will pop up there you go. Uh, thank you. That was just a pleasure. I've had like the best morning ever. Double podcast. It's been, cool, yeah. it's been really, really cool. I've loved it. My face aches a bit from smiling. Love no, it. me too. <laughs> thank it you is. so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome, babe. Thank you.
brilliant chat with Claire. Honestly, I could chat to her all day. Her energy is infectious and her members club sounds incredible. So I'll make sure I'll put all the show notes, uh, the links in the show notes. Um, I believe that there's a lot of people listening that have had self-doubt over the years, whether that's been quite prevalent for you or whether it's been like intermittent over the years at different stages in your life. I, for me, self-doubt plays a lot when it comes to my hormones and my cycle. So like leading up to my period, I am full of self-doubt. I question why I'm doing everything. I question why I'm even doing jobs for women. I question my self-worth. And then once I've got over my period, I definitely come through the other side a little bit. And I think some of the strategies that Claire talked about um, are will be so useful to me, to you. Just being aware of when we're speaking to ourselves in that way. And I love when she said about doing that brain dump, you know, writing it out and then making action points. So her example about um, the website and then she spent 25 minutes doing it. So I am going to definitely adopt some of her techniques and think a little bit before I speak to myself in um, in a way that just tells myself that I am not worthy or I'm not good enough or doubting my ability. Um, it's the power of the mind, isn't it? And I think it was really powerful when she talks about, you know, those moments of gratitude and then passing that on to your children. If you have children or you're planning to have children, the environment in which you raise your children or what you create at home, if you um, have housemates or you live with your mum and dad, whatever it is, you live with your partner, creating a culture or an environment where we're sort of lifting each other up, lifting yourself up, being positive. Yeah, it's hard to do that all the time, but I think it's so, so powerful, honestly. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, reach out to me. Um, with feedback, with thoughts, with any guests that you want me to chat to and make sure you're in the members club. Join us at community.jobsforwomen.co.uk and can you do me one favour right now? Can you go onto the podcast player that you use, hit the follow button and leave us a review? Your reviews mean so much. It means that we are being um, heard by more people and people you know, they, they like it when they read positive reviews, you know, um, and from my heart to yours, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to leave a review and I appreciate you being here on this journey with me. So look after yourselves, take care and I'll see you next time.